All right. What's up, Comic Palooza? How y'all doing? We're happy to be back for what is this? The fourth year in a row? The yeah, the fourth, our fourth one. We had that COVID year. That's right. Okay, that so not happened. in a row, not in a row. Yeah, but uh, pretty much close, close to that. So uh, yeah, welcome, welcome back. If you are here to see us, I'm surprised. Um, if you are here to rest your feet, uh, this is very uh, similar to the uh, Hall of Presidents at Disneyland. Uh, just two robotic white guys sitting in front of you while you rest your feet, nurse your babies, uh, take a snack, right? That's what this is for. Yeah, exactly. Nice air conditioned, <laughs> the dark off on the side, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're called the podcast. Yeah. We're called the Movie Gap, and uh, what we do is uh, discuss movies that uh, I haven't seen because he has seen just about everything. Pretty much. And when we were having discussions uh, just as buddies around some beers or whatever, it kept coming up that I hadn't seen a whole bunch of crazy movies that I should have seen. And we thought, you know what? Let's get some reactions on this. Let's put mics in front of our faces because what the world needs is to hear two white dudes talk about how they never seen a movie before because there's not enough of that out there. So we started doing it. Yep. And, uh, and here we are. And uh, yeah, but we have a little bit, uh, we have a structure. And uh, we're going to start the, the podcast with a line from the movie, and then we're going to get right into it, okay? So, right. does that sound good? Yeah. All right, you ready? Do it. Do it together. All right. Oh. All right. You ready? And? Yeah. Con! Con! That's right. We, we watched Star Trek II The Wrath of Con this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 song goes when you listen we're gonna put back it in to in post you'll see it when you when you hear it back yeah you'll you'll get it uh you go follow hello, us on spotify gappers. too by the way welcome to uh, the movie gap i am your host chase austin and as always the curly-headed love child of a great captain and a doctor bryce perkins what's up everybody How's everyone doing? How are you doing today, Chase? Oh, I'm great. We're here at Comic Palooza Live. Woo! Right here. Uh, all of that uh, beautiful uh, background noise is the bustling con. Uh, we are deep into day two. Um, no pun intended, right? The, the con? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. The con, right. con. The, the wrath of this con. Right? <laughs> the wrath of this con. <laughs> yeah. That's why you guys are all here resting your feet. Yeah. You've been getting it in. Hey, at least we're not outside. It is. Thank God for that. Yeah, but anyway, keep going with what you were saying. Yeah, so anyway, um, uh, I'm your host, you are my co-host, and we are here <laughs> to talk about Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Now, uh, as always, Bryce, yeah. pretty much always, this is a film that you had not seen until uh, we just were about to do this thing. Now, you are uh, a Trekkie, right? I mean, yeah, and I said this, we covered um, uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture, mm -hmm. And I kind of verified my status as Trekkie. I'm not the most diehard, but it's always been a part of my life. 
Uh, my dad was a huge fan growing up, and so yeah. I always saw it on TV and syndication, and I've just always been familiar with it. I haven't seen every second of every episode like some Trekkies out there, but I've seen a lot of it. All right, so... What's going on there? I was getting that. You're checking your comms? I'm getting the, yeah, I'm checking my comms. Is that Bones? Yeah, Bones is getting to you? Oh, we'll get to Bones. Need to report to the bridge? Um, all right, so, uh, yeah. Bryce, what did you know about this film going into it before you actually did see it? Well, this was one, uh, I think this is like kind of the most well-known, even outside of the Trekkie uh, fandom. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've seen it referenced in numerous things, most famously Seinfeld, for me anyway. Um, and uh, so I knew, I've known quite a bit about it. You know, there was really no surprises this time, uh, watching it this time for the first time. Okay. You know, because I knew the spoil. I knew, you know, Spock dies. Oh my God. You know, I knew that. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, yeah. 40 years later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no real surprises. Now, when we had re recorded uh, the motion picture episode, you had still not seen this one, right? Correct. Okay. All right, so uh, after having seen the motion picture and, and coming into this, what were you expecting and what, where was your like, expectation level? Because I know that motion picture did not blow you out of the water. That's true. Um, however, my expectation level was pretty high for this one because I'd always heard that it's like hands down the best one quality-wise or even favorite-wise, fan favorite-wise. Um, I've always heard of how great it was and how it's just kind of a, its own classic if you will yeah so i had high expectations for this even with the uh you know what would you call Under, well how would you describe the, the, the motion picture yeah yeah. yeah right right um all right well uh one of our favorite segments is the newbie synopsis this is where bryce has a minute uh mind you he knows this is coming he can absolutely prepare for this at any time but Never you do. now have one minute to give us the synopsis for some of, of this, this film much like uh, if we were back in, in the 90s at a blockbuster, uh, you pick up the back of the movie to see what it's about, and this is what it has. You have one minute on the clock. Okay, let me starting prepare. now. Okay. Um, uh, the, the, the Trek crew returns for another tantalizing adventure. This time, uh, what will they find? Well, uh, it seems an old nemesis has returned or been found. Uh, and he wants revenge, and he goes by the name of Khan, and he's a super smart, uh, genetically engineered per, uh, person, and uh, super strong too, and uh, he wants to get Kirk back for marooning him on a desert planet, uh, low those 20 years ago, or whatever it was, and um, does he? Watch to find out. <laughs> all right. That's pretty good, huh? That was not bad. Okay. Not bad. You still had uh, 17 seconds left. Uh, that was all I needed. Surprisingly less cussing than normally on the back of the box. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> it's a fairly friendly show. Exactly. Um, all Always. right. So uh, that's a pretty good uh, wrap up uh, of that right there. So, uh, Bryce, let's, before we get into your notes, uh, after the success of the motion picture, they decided it was worth it to go ahead and do a second one. Uh, they slashed the budget way down. Uh, they went to Roddenberry and said, no, sir, you're not going to be, you're going to be a, a consultant now, not a writer. Put you upstairs. I noticed that in the site, credits. Yeah, yeah. That's one of you're my not, notes, yeah. actually, yeah. They, they went to uh, another writer and they were like, write us something that is like uh, a bigger, like epic. You know, this is 1982. So this is post- uh, Star Wars and, or, you know, New Hope and, um, uh, yeah. In fact, wasn't Jedi? Uh, I think Jedi was 83. 
Okay, but I so, could be wrong. I don't anyway, know. I, it was definitely. Does, uh, if anyone knows, it's definitely post uh, Empire, and you know, space stuff was getting bigger and bigger. So uh, Nicholas Meyer, who is the writer, uh, or no, Nicholas Meyer's the director. Um, but I know that he and the writer, I forget which writer uh, it was, but they have a, a real um, affinity for naval films and naval stories. You know? Okay. So they went with the idea of like we want a central bad guy, and we want uh, to basically make this. Uh, uh, hornblower in space, Horatio Hornblower, but like in space. Okay. So if you really think about it that way, it does feel like a very naval sort of yeah, sure. adventure story, which is yeah, really sure. cool. <laughs> and like, isn't that what it is? I mean, right. the Ships space fleet is an armada. And, yeah, you know, yeah. He's an admiral at this point. Yeah, right. Like Kirk is. So uh, they went through the the old, um, the original series, right? And they were looking for something that could come back as as a villain, and they settled on Khan from uh, the Space Seed. Which right. Was the episode. Have you seen that? I have seen that episode. Okay. Yes. And why don't you give us a little brief? Oh, man, I don't remember it very right, well, so but I do remember yeah. it was still uh, it was Ricardo Montalban, yeah. who at this and by the time they were doing the movie, he was uh, deep into Fantasy Island. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so oh, he was, he was already, on that. Like I didn't know that at this point. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, okay. And uh, but is yeah, that the one? The the plane? The plane? Is yes. that okay? Okay. Yeah. Tattoo. Tattoo. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but. Uh, they so in in the space scene you you find out that Khan has been frozen in uh, you know status or or stasis or whatever uh, with the other uh, genetically engineered race from that caused a whole war on Earth in the nineties. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, once he gets dethought, he like tries to get the whole Enterprise on his side and right. overthrow Kirk, and you know they end up losing, and then right. they right, maroon right. them on another planet. Right. And that's where this picks up fifteen years later from their marooned planet. Right. Right. All right, so and I remember Chekhov being like, <coughs> "Kirk offered you to his ship, and you tried to take it yeah. over." And this was in the first season before Chekhov was on the show. They didn't add Chekhov oh. till the second season. So then and that implies that Kirk is just telling the story, telling well, the tale of his, like, of his battles it's, with it's Khan. A, it's a constant, like, uh, argued, like retcon sort of thing. But basically, uh-huh. it comes down to, in some form of, I don't know if it's a comic or a book or something, but it was like, oh no, Chekhov was always on the ship. He was uh-huh. just in the, you know, the engineering at the time. So he knows who Khan is. Right, right, right. And he totally saw it. Yeah. We just didn't see them see each other. And speaking of that, there was on that same episode, the, the original Khan episode, they mentioned that he had a brother where his his uh, genetically engineered superpower was that he had the ability to go back in time and fix uh, things oh, that he said. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You fall, you you get what I'm putting down. You pick up what I'm putting down. I'm right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, he did not return for this movie. All no. we needed was Khan for this yeah, one, yeah. Uh, which was fine because Maltabon. I mean, come on, dude. You know, Maltabon, doesn't he eat? It? He eats it up, dude. Yeah. His his performance in this film is one of the only things that could really ri- uh, rival Shatner's performance. Like they both have this like. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, uh, like theatrical level of performance with each other. And one thing that's interesting is if you really watch the movie, they never actually are in the same room at the same time. Oh yeah, like they're Montalban is always on his ship, and Kirk's like either on that's the planet right. or or the Enterprise or whatever, right? Like yeah. they, it's all performing to uh, blank screens, right? That, that they're pretending the other person, right? On. Wow. Are there any stories of them uh, being on set together or anything? No, like they that? were never on set together. They never were. No. Wow. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Um, yeah. Check yeah, their, their their whole battle was just a battle of like chess, basically. Yeah. You know, like just who can outmaneuver who and who can outthink who. You know, which was interesting. Yeah, because you, know? you can still feel the tension between the two of them. Yeah, for sure. It's palpable. I mean, and it, it's it's 
it's the most sit acting yeah. in a film ever, yeah. I think. Like, they are both masters of, and, you know, Maltabon. Sitting like, down a, powerfully? Yeah, I mean, Kurt, yeah. you know, Shatner is incredible at it. Like, that you have to be to be a captain. Like, there's sure, so much sure. power in how you sit. Yeah. And, and perform in, in that and what he like really nailed that and then Montalban has a background in Make dancing so. and Make the way so. that Make he moves in this mo movie and like just the way he can point at th something it like his whole body you feel yeah. it's very good yeah absolutely <coughs> and the chest Ooh. Yeah, yeah, the prosthetic chest. It's was, not prosthetic. Get it is one hundred percent out of here, Chase. It is get out of this building. Real. That thing was one hundred percent prosthetic. That thing was so real. waxy. I it's gonna, not. It's a real chest, dude. A real, no, real chest. That is no. his actual physical Montauban. All Montauban, no plastic. I don't know about that, man. Yes, that yes. thing looked pure yes. wax. Look it up. Google it, man. All right, all right, sure. Let's get. I could have put a wick in that thing and, and lit it. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay, if you, if you say so, I, I guess I'll just go I with mean, it. I the, mean, the makeup artist even says so. He goes, yeah, people ask all the time. It's not. It's a real thing. And if you watch it, there's I, parts I bet there's a, I bet there's a freaking, what do they call that, a, a, a non-disclosure? Uh, NDA. <laughs> An NDA about, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's like, you will tell everyone wearing, this is my real chest. You know, it, it would make sense because he is wearing that necklace that would, like, perfectly hide that line, you know? Right. But, like, but, and yeah. then, you know, he does get cut. On the chest at one point, and like sure. then, then you have to have some makeup on that, but it's True. not, it's his real chest. Okay, if the you man say was so. In shape. I mean, if you you want to drink the Kool Aid, you go right ahead, man. I can't stop you, but I, I will never believe that. If anything, it's a conspiracy, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, you want to get into my notes? Yes, let's do it. All right, well, how about the uh, debut of Kirstie Alley, right? Isn't yes, this her this first ever screen, motion screen debut? Like total screen yeah, debut. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, okay. Yeah, well, that's great. And she, you know. She's yeah. great, you know? And I believe it was like in the season when Kirstie Alley joined Cheers, it's Norm and um, uh, the, oh, what's the other guy? Sam? Oh, Cliff? <laughs> yeah, Cliff. They're, they're arguing over if Savick is hot because they have seen Star Trek. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They threw that in there? Those yeah. clever Cheers writers. Now, Savick is in, that's the character that Kirstie Alley plays. Yeah. Um, Vulcan. And she, yeah, she is Vulcan. And Full -blooded. that character appears... And I believe two more Star Trek movies, but it is not her, because they famously lowballed her uh, to, when they returned, and so they just passed her right? out. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Are there any stories of how her and uh, Shatner got along on, on set or anything like that that you heard? No. 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 I was I was wondering about that because you know Shatner infamously, you know, didn't get along with most of the people he worked with on Star Trek and A stuff like that. A lot of times. Right. 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 That's, right. that's the, the story. Most famously, hashtag Team Takai. Yeah. Hashtag Team Takai. You know, he's like 100 <laughs> feet behind us. So like. He's not there, dude. He is not listening. Actually, he's, like, he's, five, he's two feet behind us because he's going to come on later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to surprise yeah, you with just, that. We're but not just saving yeah, the Yeah, we don't just have that for no reason. Shatner will be making an appearance in about 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, he's getting ready. He's getting his makeup on. He's getting his chest guys, ready. He's true. getting his prosthetic chest put on. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, he's not listening to anything. But listen, it, I'm not saying he's a jerk for it or anything. No. Either, you know. But it's just famous that, uh, you know, he got into fights and tips and stuff. Yeah, and well, Takei did didn't like him for whatever reason. No. I don't know. I wasn't there. But so I just was wondering if there was anything about Kirstie Alley since she went on to become such a huge star. Yeah. You know? So. Well, and like in the 80s, you know, she had this very like cold standoffish thing like the like, you know, from this Vulcan character on. And it wasn't until like the 90s when she started doing you know, more romantic comedies. And, and then she became like this big boisterous character. And then uh, what was it? Veronica's Closet. That was the, her show on, like, CBS or whatever. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. She's got like, like six babies. That sounds like one of those things that like looks fake that like AI created. You know? <laughs> Veronica's yeah. Closet. Veronica's Closet starring Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the latest <laughs> so I right go after with. after Caroline in the City with Leah. Uh, yeah, Leah Thompson, dude. Yeah. I remember that one. Wasn't that? Um, it was, that was with Seinfeld because it had the animated like intros. And I would always be like, yeah. let me stay up just to watch the animated intro after Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, those were the days. Those All were right, the days. Back to, back to Cloud. Sure, sure. Um, you sure you don't want to get into a yeah, little... No, what about Scandaval? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, now, um, Tom Sandoval played right there, by the way, like yes, two weeks did. ago. Does anyone know? Does anyone realize that? Tom Sandoval was right over there. Two, Let's get into some Vanderpump two, while we're in here. Or in quotations, 2,000 2, people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, had, I heard rumors that he's here today with Raquel. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Anyway, hashtag Scandaval. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, what were we talking about? Kirstie Alley. Yeah. She's young as hell in this movie. Starts with uh, Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> did you know about the Kobayashi Maru? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, I did. It comes up in. It's uh, classic. In yeah. TNG, too. Yeah, it does, right? Yeah. yeah, they talk about Picard going through it, too, right? Well, and then, of course, the, the terrible. Uh, the second of the JJ movies is like, was a soft. Uh, it was a soft con. Yeah, soft <laughs> con. Yeah, yeah. Why does, why does that work so well? Um, yeah, it was. Much unlike Khan's chest, it was a soft con. Much unlike, exactly. Um, yeah, what did you think of that one, by the way? Oh, it's awful. You, you thought it yeah, was it's, awful? it's really bad. My dad also didn't like it. Yeah. He didn't like how they the made the reveal great. so cheesy I, I think, and everything. Yeah, the first one was pretty good. Well, they also were like, it's not that, it's not that. And it's like, yeah, but it's that. But it and is then, that. And then when they came out, see, we got you, fooled you. It right, was that. Right, right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. They even had Spock die and everything. No, they had Kirk. Oh, it they was switched Kirk, it. They switched it. That's right. Yeah, yeah right. Because, yeah, alternate universe. Benedict Cumberbatch, though, playing Khan. That was kind of cool. My dad didn't like the way that he revealed himself now, to be Khan. Now, Khan is uh, in the, like, in the space seat and everything. He was supposed to be an Indian man. Is and, that right? Like, I mean, they did, like, makeup on Matabon. But like oh, that was back no. when if you weren't white, they would you could play any race. Sure. Like they would just do that. Right, right, right. right. So, but like they didn't they, they didn't put the makeup on in the movie wisely. Yeah. So, wisely. by this point, his hair was all white, and they just kept it that way. And so. it works, you know. Yeah. Did they put? It, you think those were some extensions in there? No, that's got to be all. all you think it's all? Man, you're just thinking it's all him. You're I just mean, giving you giving Maltabon all the credit in the world, dude. I mean, you don't think he had any anything between, done? Like my man crush, it's either him or Bones. DeForest hey. Kelly can get it. Hey, there's a reason they call him Bones. Yeah. Yeah, and we found out why. This and, guy Bones. Yeah, this guy Bones. This guy Bones. That's the, that's the PG the version. The only thing is he's missing that, that, uh, that 70s beard. for that. I that know, that's scene. the thing. He doesn't oh, bone man. as much in this one as he does in, uh, in Motion first, Picture. That but, first scene for Motion Pictures. Oh, come on, dude. I dream about it. Yeah. That guy is that guy's convincing me to go to any swinger party if I see him. Any swinger party, I'd go with that guy. Oh, yeah. With that deep V, that deep V onesie he's wearing. For sure. Anyway. Um, tone it down. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Kirstie Alley's in this movie. Did you know that? Uh, my next note is uh, switch from uh, Jerry Goldsmith to James Horner on the music there. Yeah, and no TNG the, um, theme. Yeah, so, well, because yeah. it was a whole new score. Sure. Uh, they were saving money. It just turns out that uh, uh, Holzner ended up being incredible as well. I think he did Avatar. The Avatar music, that was one of his last things. Horner? Uh, oh, yeah, Goldsman. No, oh, Horner. Horner. Oh, yeah, he dead? passed away, yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, he did. He did Titanic. Is he, that he right? works with uh, Cameron a lot. Okay. So, yeah, but this was like, he was like, you know, just scraping by this yeah. point. Like, he was just starting out, and then he comes out, and this uh, score is a banger. 
It's a banger, but I mean, you know it's what? It's not the the TNG. It's know, not it's the TNG theme, and the I and I, I wasn't noticing it as as much, but only because I was distracted by how good the plot was, how good yeah. the acting was, and it how moves. This it moves, dude. It moves I mean, within ten so minutes, much better. Within ten minutes, you you've met the villain, you've you understand the plot, you know what's going on, and in the first ten minutes of the uh, motion picture, uh, you're not even through the credits. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly. And they do. I had a little bit of PTSD for a second there because they showed the outside of the ship in the hangar in the beginning there, and I was like, oh, here we go <laughs> again. Start but again. no, finally, they, they, they just cut right all that out it. and just go right into the yeah. ship. We don't need to see 10 minutes of what the ship looks like. We all know what the ship looks like. So thank God for that. Um, and yeah, it just it feels more like a real movie and less like an episode of Star Trek. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you can tell right away. Um, and it. And uh, you know, I, I was right along, uh, right along for the ride, right from the get-go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see. I did write down. Luckily, I've happened to see the OG uh, episode of uh, Yeah Space Con. E. Yeah, um, I thought it was hilarious from the year 1996. A uh, little, little yeah. off with that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> little optimistic about how things would be <laughs> in the 90s. Well, that's but, that's yeah. Rottenberry. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so it's awesome that the only reason they put that handle on Chekhov's suit was so well, that Khan so could pick him up. up. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I assume that the, the handles are there so when you're hanging I mean, they're there. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, you they're, saw the handle, you're like, Khan's going to lift that guy. Exactly, dude. And he does, yeah. And then uh, Paul Winfield played the, uh, the other... The captain? The other captain? Yeah, where um, did I see that? Where have I seen that guy from? I, I, I hate it when you ask me where you've seen him from. Well, yeah, but... But, but he, he, he just got an... Uh, I mean, he was... I think he already had two Oscar noms at this point, and like they they cast him because the director just wanted to work with him. Oh, okay, I see. Well, you don't have to look it up yeah, right I now, but I did. I did definitely recognize him, but I couldn't place. Yeah, I couldn't place it, but but all, he would been nominated for two Oscars. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. And he's so good. And this, yeah, like, I mean, he he's takes good. this well, like he, genre thing, and he goes, runs with. Yeah, him. absolutely. I mean, him like this is back. In, in the effects in this movie are, are back when like there was so much reliant on. The actor selling the effect, right? You know, like the earwig, yeah. like those ears yes. that, like they clearly. That was my. That was giant. my next note. The the bug, the, <laughs> the worms in the yeah. ears, which yeah. were really cool. Very and like, cool. And like I love those like real close-ups of that giant right. like prosthetic ear that yeah. comes out. Yeah. No, of. that wasn't but a prosthetic ear actually. That was a real that was ear. A real yeah, ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Came in just to shoot his ear. Exactly. It yep. wasn't even the one with the it in his ear. He, he, he just, just like put my ear in there. You must put my ear in there. Exactly. But like when Winfield is is going to shoot Kirk and he like is fighting the. The like, the brainwashing or whatever to shoot uh -huh. himself, and like his scream is gut wrenching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then they have to do the whole like, classic. This is such a classic uh, Star Trek uh, writing device of like, well, just act like like it's do everything about Star Trek is all writing devices, and it's up to the actors. Well, it's to not act even that. Like it's it's budget devices. Yeah, and that yeah, and that even more so. Like using writing to to cut the budget. You know that that's how famously uh, the concept of teleportation or uh, the transporter yeah. came to be was this like how do we how do we get from how do we yeah, yeah shoot we don't planet, need to yeah. shoot scenes of them traveling let's just put them there you know yeah uh, the the communication we got the devices. Hey, how you doing? Oh, cool. Well, what do we got there? Um, Deadpool and Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, that's right. Hell yeah, very cool. Don't say it one. Can't say it one more time. He, They're already here. What did I say? I said they can't. We can't say it one more time. They're already here. Oh, that's right. That was twice. Uh, All right. Sorry, <laughs> um, sorry to break your focus. He was Good in night. the Terminator. What was he in the Terminator? Terminator One. Oh, cool. 
Thank you for looking that up, up Carrie. Thank you. I mean, kind guest. That Thank was not you. what he was nominated for. <laughs> was it not? That's no. surprising. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So them having to be like, we, ha you know, we're we have to act like we're under the control of these bugs yeah, now and stuff like that. Oh, and I love um, that it, it takes your mind. It, it makes you very susceptible to <laughs> to the, and then it kills you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it killed it killed many of his men, including his wife. Yeah. Aww. And uh, right, right, right. And that was so sad. Yeah. But like, why? Why just him too? Does it just make them susceptible to, to suggestion? Yeah, kind of anybody. Or so then, their first round, you I know, guess. theoretically, they, don't really they, break they it could down. have listened to, uh, yeah, anybody tell it. Maybe like, they wouldn't maybe know it's what to do. Anybody wearing one glove. I think that's what it is. Con, he has two gloves. He takes one off. The other glove stays on the whole movie, yeah. and it's a power move. Where do you think Michael Jackson got it from? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was a big uh, Wrath of Khan guy. No, but that's I think it was true. I think it was actually more of um, you must. Uh, be, you must be uh, susceptible to suggestion to the dude with the most powerful chest in the yeah. room. And so Maltabon was going to win that every time. Uh, but yeah, so they had to act like the bugs were in the ears. And then, and then of course, like, I liked how um, there was that scene when they were trapped in the bunker and, you know, and, yeah. and you know, Shatner does his famous con yell. When we, oh, we also meet his son. We meet his son. Who, like, by all accounts i'm sure he was a delightful young man or whatever but like i hate him so much yeah why why is it's, that you we were talking about this before we came on here you immediately were, you had choice like, words about he's this just man. like it's like what are you doing here like, i can't i can't repeat what chase was saying about this guy all right for those of you listening at home he was saying the nastiest things about this guy bad words potty mouth i will say uh he hates have, this kid we have lost that uh, actor he died young 29 real nice uh yeah real nice chase but anyway for, but yeah, for yeah. earlier for your words earlier but no, they don't. I mean, he has nothing to do. There's really no reason for him to even be there. Uh, uh -huh. He's got a little bit more to do in three, but like they didn't know they were making three at the time. Was he in three? <coughs> yeah, he's in three. Interesting. Um, and then like spoilers, because, you know, the spoilers for this one. Spock dies. And that's the only way they got Nimoy to do the movie was Nimoy's like, I'll come back. But yeah, I'm gonna be dead. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. So they, but, then, but then they just tossed like, money out. Like, no, like, no, he was like. I'm having so much fun. Like, right. This Star Trek is fun again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, he was like, maybe, like, they kind of were like, hey, what if we did this little thing where we have the the shot of the casket on on the new Genesis planet, uh -huh. and um, and you do that mind meld thing. Like, maybe we don't do anything with it, but like another let's writing just leave device. A door open. Yeah. Let's leave a door open uh -huh. and just see what happens. Right, right. And then he came back. He's like, yeah, I'll do it if I can direct. Oh, he got to yeah. direct that. He directs one, three right. and four. Oh, he directs four. Okay. Yeah. And I know four because that's the one with the whales and stuff. Yes. And they come back to modern day. Yeah. Earth. Yeah, yeah. San Diego. San Diego. No, San Francisco. Right? Oh, that's San Francisco. Star it is yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Starfleet's there. That's right. Um, All right. Sorry. But yeah, so they were, they're in that room. Uh, they're in that bunker, trapped in that bunker. And this is when Chekhov had gotten the earwig out of his ear already. Yeah. And he just passed it <laughs> And so he's just laying there in the background. But, dude, the, for, it's like a whole like 10-minute scene of just of Kirk and, you know, his baby mama or whatever, yeah. having this whole, like, reconnection or whatever, and the entire time Chekhov is on screen just laying there, dude. <laughs> oh, it's like the easiest day of acting ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just watched this well, man you think that until make the easiest money you've ever seen in your life. Until you have to be the actor who's, like, that's dead That's true, in though. I was, it, that's yeah. exactly it. Like, how many takes were there? How long was he having to just Stop lay there moving. with his hand on his ear Kanan, like that? you moved again! Right. We gotta start from <laughs> one! Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. But it was it was just one of those things where just like he very easily could could have been off camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this could have been very avoided, you know. 
but hey, you know, good for him. It's screen time for him, baby. <laughs> just Katie's like, can I just fall the other yeah. way? Like <laughs> right, behind yeah. this box? What if I was laying over there? What if, if maybe? I fall behind this box and I just take my boot off and yeah. just leave it here? I have a massage at three. <laughs> can we just say I was over there? Um, yeah, but hey, good for him, you know. Uh, that's, that's screen time, baby. Uh, the red unis were an upgrade from the first movie. Yes, the uniforms look great. In and this they one. stuck with this style, I believe, right? Yeah, similar. This Until is the one with about... the flap. The, the open flap, right. which gives the, you know, so much, you could show so much uh, fatigue and everything by just opening that flap during a, during a scene. Yeah. You know? And then it's, oh, I gotta be. No, that's true. And then they even, um, after one of like the, like explosions on the bridge oh, yeah, or the whatever. Oh, yeah, the sun dies. They add, uh, they add a little blood in yeah. there. Yeah, to like make yeah. it yeah, seem like, oh, man, look at how much he's been through. You know? Well, and then, the, you know, like when he's talking to Khan, he puts it all back together. That's one thing. And there's one moment that I really love at the beginning where, you know, he's got his, his cheaters on. Yeah. He's getting older. And, like, he won't have them on when he's looking at Khan. And, yeah. Like, he, he, like, turns around and, yeah, like, yeah, secretly yeah, puts yeah, them real, on real, and then takes them yeah, off. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's a real slick move. That was slick. Yeah, that was good. Uh... And that whole thing too, like them playing poker like that, and like it was just like I don't know, it's just that's it's those things like so that many, that I love about Star Trek. I also know? love the there's so many pockets. There's not a lot of Star Trek outfits uh -huh. or uniforms with pockets, and these have you know I love pockets. This is I've true. Always any movie that had a character that had a yeah. lot of pockets, that was like my favorite movie. That's why yeah. I like like war movies and stuff back when I was a kid because they all had so many pockets. You could put so many things in them. Yeah, you, you're a man that likes and to like carry the things one, with you. The one thing that Star Trek never really seem to get uh, a grasp of with all of the things that they like uh, came up with for the future that we do have now. Uh -huh. It was never all of these devices are one device. Right. Yeah. And, and they also didn't seem to uh, be able to grasp the idea of a flat screen monitor for, <laughs> yeah. for telecommunications, you know? Well, yeah, if you watch like the old... Uh, well, except for maybe the, the the main screen is a flat screen at least, but there were so many, there were still like big like tube screens and everything. Well, like, there's a lot of like ones. the updated stuff. If you watch the updated scenes from the uh, original series or even some of the movies, uh, you'll be it'll just be like a scene where they're in the sick bay and you're like, wait, why is this one supposed to be updated? And you turn off the update, and it's just because there's just pictures on the screen. Like they're not even, right, right. They didn't have the ability to to digitally put a a, right. a screen there. So. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> um, but yeah, these looked uh, these looked much better, much less onesie-ish and uh, a, lot, yeah. a lot sharper, a lot, more, space a lot more iconic. These were a lot more uh, like naval, going yeah, back to the true. whole Horatio in space. Yeah, a blur in space. Very true. Um, I wrote down my next note was so much for the little training cruises. Yeah. What the not, hell does that mean? Well, I don't remember gonna, that. They were going to go on a training cruise, oh, and then that's right, when they right, intercepted Yeah, Khan, that's right. Yeah. But they were being deceived. Yeah, yeah that's right. He got check off. But you got that space battle that's very ship-like. Yeah, that was true. And then how about then that? They, they, I mean, that's how they the, defeated him. The Three maneuver. Yeah. Yeah, because he's from the 90s. Right, right. He's like, seems to me he only thinks in two dimensions. Yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah, uh, so let's see. My next note is uh, Kirk is Khan's white whale, and I appreciate yeah. the qualifying line. Oh, the, yeah. The Ahab line at the right. very end. And you yeah. and I have admitted, and all of you gappers out there that are listening right now, that, have, that you guys all are all very familiar about how I need... I like a line to describe the thing that that gives it the motivation for the for the ridiculousness to happen. Mm -hmm. And we had that big uh, argument, argument about Waterworld. Water world. Uh, but here you have a perfect example of what I was talking about, where the guy, his second in command, comes up to him. And he's like, "Dude, we have this brand new inter this brand new um, Starfleet ship. We could just go. <laughs> like, let's just like, let's leave. just take off, bro. We can go anywhere." And he's like, "No." 
I must get Kirk, you know, like he's obsessed, you know, it's, it's driven him to madness, you know, so I appreciated that they put that line in there, you know, because otherwise, yeah, I would probably be sitting there thinking, what is he doing all this for? Well, and then he, he quotes, out of there. he quotes uh, Melville, he quotes Dick, uh, Moby Dick at the very end. Oh, right does before, he really? Right, when he's like, like giving that, that monologue to the, the button of the, the Genesis machine. Yeah. He quotes it as he pushes it. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. What was the line? Do you, do you remember? I forget what the line is, but it is, it is what Ahab says like right before is the, fight, right? The, the last fight with the is with that right? Moby Dick. Yeah, I haven't actually read it. I just saw the, um, well, I actually, mean, the, it was uh, the Picard version. Patrick oh, Stewart really? is that, on oh, TNT. They did gotcha. uh, a Moby Dick where he played Ahab. Yeah, no, is he that... played Moby Dick. What? Yes, he played Ahab. Ahab. Oh, okay. Well, okay, yeah. Well, what? I don't know. He could have played anybody else. I don't know. What? Are, are there only? Is there just Ahab in Moby Dick? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, okay. Let's see. Klingon proverb: Revenge is a, di a dish best served cold. Yeah, so, okay, I'm not even going to ask that. I don't think you have what? any patience for that. Is that <laughs> anyway. Do you not um, know what that means? Have you never No, I know, before? I know, but it, anyway, it's, <laughs> I, know, I know what it means, but it's not, it's not worth it. Okay. I don't, I don't want you to have a heart attack on stage. But <laughs> okay, so pretty convenient to write in the idea that they use their own codes just so that they could find a way to override shields. Yeah. But I'll accept it. It was also it's all, writing device. All there, and it's, it goes back with the Kobayashi Maru. He makes his own rules. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, he does not lose he, there is no such thing as a no-win scenario for right right but it was such a like it was such Which a also like if you change the rules of if you change the programming of the scenario aren't you not winning yeah exactly like if you play if you play grand theft auto and you put in god mode are you really winning? are you really god yeah exactly um yeah so let's see uh how did a rat get on that space station from, remember, from you, the space garbage is that right? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. No, no, no. He played Moby Dick. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, no, uh, wasn't it because of the, the Genesis program? Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes that sense stuff? after yeah. the fact. But, but at first, I was like, you didn't, we didn't know that they had yeah. that whole like, thing there. At first, I was like, why the hell is there Which, a rat like, the using a rat paintings, to spook someone in a space in station? are so cool. I have such an affinity for the, the practical effects of things because of like, the way that. Um, it's photographed like you know film in in general is or in principle is just something that is photogra photographed on the day yeah and even the 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 matte paintings are photographed before they're composited in unlike you know digital photography and like the way that they would do all these because it was ilm that did this before wow. they were much bigger or whatever <laughs> and they would uh do all these matte paintings on panes of glass like shower doors yeah so that they could put lights behind them to make it seem like the water was moving and everything like yeah, that. yeah 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 and that looks so good yeah yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, it looked very good. Trek was always kind of, even the TV show in the, in the original series where it gets like a bad rap for kind of looking corny and, and cheap sometimes. I've always thought it, it was aesthetically I mean, they, they know they're the magicians and they push them. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Should we get into some numbers, I think? Yeah, maybe? yeah. We can get into the numbers here. All right, so this movie came out on June 6th of 1982. You were yet to be born. This is true. This is true. All right, this had a budget of $11.2 It's about half the budget of the first one. Okay. Um, or no, wait, I think the first one was like 40 actually. But uh, So opening weekend, what did it do domestically? 
Um, I'm going to say, what would you say the budget was again? Uh, 11.2 million. That's it? Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, I mean, That's can you believe insane. what... what how much they paid everyone? All of, the, all of the what? money, all of the money on this movie is on the screen. Yeah, for like it sure. Is, it is that kind of movie. It's yeah. so good. I mean, you know, it's it doesn't have a ton of like you know huge sets and stuff because it is a lot on two different ships or three different parts of ships. That's right? true. So like they could reuse a lot of it, but like you don't. That doesn't occur to you because the script is so solid, right? And the acting is so good, right? Yeah, it's great storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, eleven point two. Um, well, I don't know. Opening weekend in the eighties. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it made its money back. I'm gonna say it made twelve million. So close, fourteen point three million dollars. So this was it, it made its money back in its first weekend. It went on, <coughs> as you know. Uh, there's four other ones of the original series cast, so uh -huh. you know that it made enough money to get a second one. Sure. But how much did it finally gross domestically in its in its original theatrical run? Uh, I'm gonna say maybe. Be, I'm gonna say it reached the 90 millions. I'm gonna say 91. Not quite. Six. Not quite. Okay. Didn't often do that as much, but sure. it did do 79 million dollars okay. yeah. from a movie that is a sequel to a movie that is rebooting a series that is 15 years old. Yeah, like that's incredible. Right, right. That right. is incredible. All right, so uh, Star Trek II opened that weekend. Uh, it was June 4th through 6th. It opened to 14 million. What? It was number one. Number two is a sports movie uh -huh. you've heard of. Okay. It is also a sequel. Bull Durham. Oh. It's also a sequel. 1982 sequel? Wait, uh, Bad News Bears? Nope. Oh. It's actually the third one of a, oh, of a franchise, okay. which is the technically sport? a sequel, but... It's not Major League. Mm -mm. Is it baseball? You're thinking, you're, thinking, you're thinking team sports. It's not a team sport. Oh, oh Rocky Three. Rocky Three. Okay. Yeah, very good. Um, number three is a horror film that we have covered on this podcast in the first, uh, in our first Friday the 13th. Nope. The Friday the 13th of 1980. This is a, oh, the first right. one. I, there are sequels. I know that you oh, haven't Nightmare seen Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nope. Damn. I know that you haven't seen them because of a text you sent me this week. Is that right? Yeah. What the hell is like, this guy about? from? Oh, Poltergeist Poltergeist. It's, this was Poltergeist. So it's not a sequel. So the Poltergeist was uh, number three in the box office this weekend. Uh, then you got uh, the movie where uh, um, Gene Wilder and, uh, wow, um, his wife, uh, Gilda Radner oh, met. Lee Curtis. It's where they met uh -huh. and got married. Uh, but the movie's Hanky Panky. I'm sure you don't remember that one. Hell no. And then number five is one of, uh, the role Schwarzenegger was born to play. Ah, uh, The Terminator. Nope. What really? Another oh, role, pumping iron. No, was, I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Um, oh, then, um, then what the heck? The Kindergarten creator, cop. The creator actually lives uh, up in the or lived up in the hill countries. No, it's Conan the Barbarian. Oh, psh, Conan I the Barbarian. I've not seen that. Uh, not seen it. Yeah, and ra rounding out the top ten is Visiting Hours, Porky's, oh. uh, The Sword and the Sorcerer, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, and. The Road Warrior. Ooh. So that is a... Interesting. That's okay. a summer right there. That's a summer. That's a summer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a summer. All right, Bryce. Let's get that rating. Okay. Before um, we wrap it all up. Okay. Uh, let's see. Out of uh, 10 um, stars. <laughs> uh, 10 stars? 10 stars. Yeah. Oh, come on. Do better. Space, baby. Do better. What? I mean, I mean stars, like in the out of in ten space. genetically mo I mean, modified like suns. Um, All right, out of out of ten um, 
Out of 10 prosthetic chests, but real ears. Okay. I'm going to give the, but fake hair. I'm going to give this movie, I'll give it a solid eight and a half prosthetic chests, but real ears and fake hair. All right. Yeah. Eight there and a half. Eight and a half. half. That's half. good. That's much better than the first one. It's better than the first one. All right. So, uh, yeah. well, before we wrap it up, do we want to do a reboot recast of a movie that has been exactly rebooted and recast? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. We should do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Timothy, Chalamet Timothy Chalamet as Khan. As, <laughs> okay. As Kirk, okay, Timothy yeah. Chalamet as Kirk. But you know, exactly. who, plays, you know who has to play Khan? Who? There's only one person. The role they were born to play. The role they were born to play. Are you thinking who I'm thinking? I'm thinking who you're thinking. Okay. Haley Joel Osment, now. Nom in space. Thank you, everyone. All right, thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining us for that. Check us out on iTunes and everywhere else. The Movie Gap. <laughs>